I'm Moose Giles. I'm Haley Brunner. Welcome, Welcome to Spreadsheet, Spreadsheet Made, made for, for TV, TV Movie, movie edition. edition. Our search for the best made for TV movies using spreadsheets, numbered scoring, and ever-evolving categories. We'll go one by one and score every category, assigning a number between 0 and 100 to each. And by the end, through the power of spreadsheet formulas, each movie will receive a final score and be added to our Made for TV Movie rankings. Haley, what is our movie for this week? Our movie for this week is the 2014 adaptation of V.C. Andrews' Flowers in the Attic. And if I could, if you'll allow me to give Amazon um, the Prime Video synopsis. Please do. I think we're all dying for it. Starring Heather Graham. After their father's death, siblings are persuaded by their fortune-hungry mother to hide in the attic of their grandparents' house, where they endure unimaginable treatment at the hands of their grandmother. Wow, I think that's a... Does it sum it up? Not really, I don't think, but... No. No, there's so much more to this. Some mothers are impossible to love. You don't act like mothers at all. <laughs> Make your grandmother angry, okay? I'm as much a captive of this place as you are. Do it! No! I make the rules in this house! And I execute the punishment. Oh, oh, oh sweet child This is all a mistake. Look what it's done to you, to me. I just wish to God you weren't so... Close. Just for that, you will never come out of this room. Not for any reason. You can't keep us locked in here forever. I, we've got a lot. We got a lot to talk about. Okay, so we're gonna. We have thirteen categories that we're gonna score between zero and one hundred, and we're each gonna give a score, okay. and then we'll take that average. Okay. Then we'll. I, I would venture to say that Flowers in the Attic might be um, like the poster child of the movie that we're going for. So we can you know, going forward, we can really base our, our scorings off of, does it, does it measure up to Flowers in the Attic? I, I can't lie. I love this movie. We're, I mean, we're calibrating based on this. Yeah. So we're, I think so. Haley, how would you rate the hunks and babes of this movie? I would rank them pretty high. Um, I will say, so Christopher, who is the brother in this, um, we've got Kiernan Shipka and then her brother, Christopher, he looks exactly like robert irwin do you know who i'm speaking about yes um bindi irwin little brother or also steve irwin's son but yes bindi but for the kids bindi irwin's brother 100 <laughs> bindi irwin's brother look exactly like and he is underage but i will say that he is a hunk and so is christopher they look 100%. identical to me yeah so i know yeah. exactly what you mean yeah i would say he's definitely a hunk Heather Graham to me, so as as a child of the early 90s, whenever I was like probably 10 or so, um, the Austin Powers series came out. And Heather Graham and Austin Powers was like the epitome of glamour. And, and that's, I mean, that movie is where I learned everything I know about sex was Austin Powers. So like- Austin Powers 2, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yes. That's the one she's in, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I thought she was so beautiful. She's still very beautiful. Um, and so I would I would rank it very high for, you know, they, yeah, with Heather Graham. She's real. I mean, I think that's what she's like known for is being so beautiful. Um, yes, I think most famously to me as well, she's in Austin Powers' Spy Shagged Me. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's been in anything recently because 
there are what four of these movies so she's been she's been busy with the flowers she in all four of them um she's at least in the next three of them well the the first three i guess i'd have to look and see wonderful but, I yeah didn't know she's that. oh yeah 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 oh yeah yeah she she plays a like an old decrepit woman in in one of them um oh. which is funny um i will say did you notice heather graham's eyes in this movie did you make a note of it no i can't say that i did so Heather Graham does this thing with her eyes in this movie. And I want you, even whenever we maybe just watch a scene from it that she's in. Um, but I made a tally of every time she does this thing with her eyes where she'll look at people like this. Oh, I did notice that. Like, yeah, like a wide open look. And like, that was like a lot of her acting. Yes. Um, and yeah. I counted, and I want to say, this is really probably actually just a tally of how many times she is, she appears in the movie but this is how many times i counted her eyes five ten fifteen sixteen times i noticed and i didn't she was at least wearing a different outfit in each one of these counts so if she did crazy eyes twice in the same scene i didn't count it kirin shipka is beautiful i would not call her a babe in this i hate her so much from mad men she's such a little bitch on mad men i'll never and that she's just doing a great job playing a little girl but she's i just hate her so much from that show and i don't know that i've ever seen her in anything else besides this um uh sabrina is like her recent thing um and i wouldn't even call her a babe in sabrina she's a very pretty girl kiernan shipka and i belong to a very special category of of being a woman where you are pretty but you're not necessarily hot and i identify very strongly in this category and i love it um but i do believe that Kieran Shipka is not a babe. She's more in the, the the pretty girl category. Yeah, she definitely looks like a little girl. I mean, she is a little girl, right? In this, like, she's like. I don't think so. She's probably of age. Oh uh, well, she's got just like the guy who plays her brother. Like they play children because they're short. Mm. Um, that's a phenomenon in movies. You'll see that like people can be the same age like in real life, but they can play father and son. If one of them is short and one of them is tall, I looked at how tall the guy was, and he says he's five eight, so he's probably like five six. Um, <laughs> let's let's be honest here. <laughs> um, so they look like just little kids, but yeah, I, he's definitely a hunk. I wouldn't say she's a babe. Heather Graham is a babe for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what about the grandmother? Um, no, I don't. I mean, not not in this particularly, but I will say, evil lawyer. <gasps> he's a hunk. He's a hunk. Oh my gosh, and Kiernan, uh, I mean, I, could, I should call her Kathy. Her name's Kathy in this. But Kathy sneaks a little smooch when he's asleep. And he has a dream about a beautiful young lady who came to him and kissed him. But also the way that he brought it up uh, to uh, Corinne, which is the character that Heather Graham plays. Um, so they're having this dinner party. And um, the... He's like, I can't stand sitting across from your mom. Like, this isn't going to be a fun party if I have to sit next to your mom. And she's like, well, I just so happen to know of this uh, bedroom with vacancy here in this mansion. Like, insinuating that they're about to, you know, bump uglies. And mm -hmm. 
he's like, you know, I had the most beautiful dream in there. It's about <laughs> a a young lady that came in and kissed me. It looked a lot like you, but it wasn't you. Uh, someone much younger. And, yeah. He says yeah. something like that, like someone much younger. Like it was, it was actually pretty rude the way he said it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely weird. Um, but he is, I would say he is a hunk. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a 71 for okay. hunks and babes because kathy is the main character and, and not mm. a babe so it's hard to score it much higher but yeah so i'm gonna say 71 i'm gonna give it an 80 because um if i were kathy in this i i might have had a crush on my brother you know i mean definitely you're locked in this attic for <laughs> i mean how many years was it like three plus years yeah they were up there a long time well so anyway, that gives an average of 75.5 <laughs> for <laughs> hunks and, and babes. Yeah. Now, the next category is, how would you rate the tragic backstory of Flowers in the Attic from 0 to 100? Oh, it's up there. It's it's incredible. There are layers to this backstory. I was just, I was like thinking, I was like, oh, no, 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 there's a further backstory than that. Oh, no, there's a further backstory than that. Yes, because, so, gosh, where do we even begin? So not only... So the mom is disowned by the father and the mother, the grandmother, I guess. How am I supposed to, how am I trying to say this? So the mom, Corinne, is disowned by her mother and her father because she ran away and had children with her uncle, right? Her, her half, half uncle. Her half uncle. Um, and it was so, um, they're so plagued by sin and the the devil did that, that she got sent away. And the only condition that she could come back was if she wasn't with the uncle and if she didn't have kids. So, um, and then bef even deeper in that though, the, the grandmother is jealous of Corinne's relationship with her dad. Now it made it seem like yeah, the reason that the dad was mad is because he was like a molester. Yeah. And that he was jealous, like on a sexual level that yeah. she was like leaving and not on a religious level. Like it was very like um, Monique and Precious when she was like, who's going to love me? Exactly. Um, I would also say in that there was a lot of kissing on the mouth between family members. And I think it kind of fed into it too, because when they're at that party, you know, Corinne is back in the house. Everybody's so excited she's there. And she, it's in front of the whole party. She gives her dad a long kiss on the mouth. Um, so it leads me to believe that the grandmother sees the wickedness in the father and Corinne, and then also is projecting that onto Kathy and Christopher. And then also, I guess, on the twins. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's a lot, yeah. I mean, the grandmother's a complicated character because she could just blow up their spot. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, she seems like she has a shitty life, too. I mean, she's just got to sit there, and all she can do is, like, fire the maids, but, like, she can't stop her own husband from, like, molesting her daughter. I did write in my notes, and this is a direct quote, maybe I am on the grandma's side. I th I am a little, yeah. I, I think mean, so. I don't think there's anything wrong with like wishing that your family wouldn't have ancestral relationships. Like, I don't think that's a tough, I don't think that's a hard thing to accomplish typically. 
Yeah, and I think like all these people are doing the best they can, but like especially women, they have like no options. So like they have a very limited like source of power and she's doing I mean, she's taking care of them on, you know, some way. Like she could have just said no. It's true. It's true. So I would say that the backstory is kind of off the charts for me. Like probably like a like a 92. Yeah, so beloved dad slash great uncle dies, Mm -hmm. uh, and oh yeah, I didn't even mention that. Yeah, this the Heather Graham was disowned for marrying her um, half uncle. She was molested her whole life by her dad and hated by her mom for it. Um, So yeah, I mean, this is really high. I mean, kids being molested and disowned and parents dying. This is all mom taking their daughters for the husband molesting i mean gosh what can how much higher can we get here i mean this is it's it's up there 99 to me wow i gave it a 99 because i think there might be something more tragic Mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean they were only given 90 minutes to express all of that i could have i could have taken a little bit more um i i was intrigued i wanted to know more (laughs) okay so our third question is how would you rate the star power of flowers in the attic from zero to 100 for a movie of this caliber for a made for tv movie Mm -hmm. i'd say it's pretty high too you've got two stars an older star i mean an older older star an older star and an up-and-coming star it's true and kiernan shipka is she's very hot right now with sabrina people love Mm -hmm. her I mean, um, it's not like to me a perfect hundred in this category mm-hmm. is Lindsay Lohan and Liz and Dick. One hundred percent. That that's the perfect hundred. I think it's still gonna be either high seventies or low eighties for me, and I'm kind of stuck there. So maybe I'll just give it an eighty. Okay, an eighty. Uh, I'm gonna give this um, a seventy-six. All right, Haley, this is a category you thought up, and you just want to walk us through what. What do you mean when you say when you say this? So this category is called the great value factor. And for me, this is best represented when your mom comes home from the grocery store, you're a kid, and your mom has brought home a giant five pound bag of um like toasty loops or whatever. Mm. And they're supposed to be like fruit loops. And these movies all do have some sort of walmart brand factor to them yeah we're not even talking about malto meal like ripoff we're talking about walmart true value brand which is like the low this is like yeah. the diet dr skipper <laughs> that's what we're, not that's even what we're, mr Pibb. yeah this is diet dr skipper and so what 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 factors are you looking into that like scream to you like this is great value this this scene this moment mm-hmm. this this movie in particular doesn't feel there are a few things that contribute to it. This one doesn't feel hugely great value to me. Like, I feel like they did a really good job with this one. Um, there have been Lifetime movies that I've watched before where they are, they have a scene, like a street, that you can tell they have done nothing to adapt this scene or the street to the time period that we are in. Um, this one, this movie, I'm guessing, is in like the 1960s. Um, I think they did a really good job. Like, this movie could have been released in, you know, obviously not theaters, but it could have been on, you know, like, Lifetime. Stars or, 
any of those and maybe we wouldn't know it has like fairly good production value Pro, yeah it comes down to production value i think um and i think it's they did a really good job there was one moment particular for me that was okay. a great value um factor and it's that the house that they live in is called Foxworth Manor <laughs> and they have the name above the front door in the most in a way that is so unrealistic like a big house like that would not have the name over the front door like a business interesting <laughs> interesting that was just like you know what we want to make sure people know that like this is the Foxworth mansion so we're trying to say it'll just put why don't we just put up a sign that says Foxworth mansion <laughs> So there were some other things, and we'll get to this in later categories as well, um, having to do with the looks and the hair and makeup that also kind of contribute to the great value factor that I'm looking at as well. Is a good made-for-TV movie very great value? Like, Oh, this is a great question. Now, this is, all, this is something that we have to decide about, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in how we word the question. Because, yeah, so, like, should it be... So then it should be higher if it's not great value, right? Correct. Like to make the, the scoring system make sense. But so I'm going to say a 91 then. Because mm -hmm. I would give it um, probably like an 89. Give it an average of 90. Our next category. How horny is this movie, Lewis? Well, the whole conceit of the movie is horny. So Yeah, yeah it's pretty horny. This, it's pretty this is like... I mean, it's hard to imagine. I think when people think about this book, this movie, the other movie, like they're going to say that's the incest book, which is inherently horny. I mean, it's about, you know, boning your relative. So, and there is a lot of, because we're, we're talking about a lot of people's like love lives, like, because she's like having sex with her uncle Mm -hmm. And then she's having kids and then she's coming back and I don't know, having sex with her dad and she's having sex with the evil lawyer mm -hmm. and then her kids start having sex. And so it's a lot, there's a lot of sex. Um, I would say probably one of my favorite scenes of this movie is they're sitting out on the roof and it's clear that some time has passed and the brother is looking at um, some kind of dirty magazine, but in like a, it must have been really, really old um, because it was, has been sitting in that attic for God knows how long. So he's looking at like a 1930s uh, <laughs> porno mag and his sister comes out and he's like all frazzled trying to like get it out of the way. And she's like, why, why are you looking at that? What, why would you want to look at that? And it's like women probably in full like one piece bathing suit style. Yeah, it's like a Sears Roebuck catalog. <laughs> like it's not like a But the the teenage um I guess like the teenage hormone factor is up there. Like the teenage horniness factor is crazy. And there's like, no one hornier than teens. So I would this might be the perfect horny movie like well uh, other than the fact that it's you can't you can't personally like indulge in the horniness of this movie because it's so icky so i think i'm gonna take some points off of that you know um but i still think it's like a 90 okay yeah so to me this the the plot really and the action of the movie all turn on the horniness mm -hmm. so like from the reason that she was kicked out from the reason that 
they're locked in the attic, what they're doing in the attic. I mean, so yeah, it's really high. I'm going to say it's a 95. I think the only reason it could have been a hundred is. If you keep you know, it behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for how horny it is, it got 92.5. So I mean, that's pretty horny. That's, that's up there. <laughs> oh my goodness. The, our next category, Lewis, we're talking about secrets. Well, this is a movie filled with secrets. I mean, the kids don't know that their dad is mm-hmm. their um, great uncle. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything about, I guess, the mom and dad's family. I'm not saying the mom's family, but it's the dad's family too. <laughs> um, the or, way like, where he... they come from. They have a fake last name. Yeah. Oh, which is Dollenganger. That was the name you chose, Dollenganger. We're Dollengangers. And then th- th- that kid goes so easily to like, we're Foxworths. Like, just adapting. Only because he was like, this name is so much better. Oh, my God. Thank God. <laughs> it is better, yeah, than Dollenganger. So we find out that um, Corinne and her uncle that she married were in enormous debt um, because they charged everything because they were like, life's good. We're making money. So they weren't able to, like, sell the house. And the par- the kids are just having to be like, huh? We're broke? And then the next day mom sending out letters over and over again to this mysterious place she says turns out i got a family in virginia who's the richest family in the county not just not like just class rich or whatever yeah not just um you know not getting the great value cereal anymore but i'm talking getting we their cereal at neiman's like yeah. you know yeah we own general mills that's the we, we are <laughs> we are kellogg's and we're Kellogg's and we can do anything. Exactly. Um, and it, it was a little over the top. She's like, okay, we don't own the house or the furniture. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, not even your toys. And I was like, well, I mean, we could throw a toy in the suitcase. I yeah, mean, I mean, like, are the creditors going to come? And <laughs> Absolutely not. They changed their name too. So why didn't you just, you know. They left in the middle selling- of the night with, <laughs> I mean, you know, with no, um, they had a suitcase. One suitcase. And then why did she leave her suitcase on the train? I didn't understand that. Did you? Probably because it was a lot of stuff that she got to bring. And oh, she didn't want to yeah. have to carry it the whole yeah. way. Uh, she's she, like, she brought all her stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, the children will have to carry their own stuff. Um, also, I mean, this isn't the place for this, but I don't know if there's a place to talk about this anywhere else. But the twins in this movie they're so annoying they're so oh my god the the girl especially uh, i was hoping that she was being poisoned (laughs) exactly yeah 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 she the way they talk to kathy and christopher who are essentially their guardians now the mom will come back every once in a while and they'll be like kathy's mean they never let us do anything and then they were complaining about having to walk all the way. I mean, that probably sucked. But I mean, I guess it was like a, a shock to them because they've been so spoiled, I guess, what we're supposed to think. But I mean, we just need to let the grandma have hit them one time with that belt and they'll learn. I wasn't that traumatized by the grandma hitting them with the belt because I was like, I've been hit by a belt. I mean, listen. Um, with secrets, there are a lot of secrets. There's in lots. I mean, There's a lot. There's also life changing secret- secrets. That you know, there there are kids living in the attic, and the the grandpa doesn't know. That's a pretty big one too. Then the grandpa dies, and they don't know. I mean, there's so <gasps> many secrets. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, there are a lot of secrets. Um, yeah, because he comes down um, whenever they're talking about escaping later on, and he's like stealing candlesticks. For... Oh, he's Jean Valjeaning it. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's going like... <laughs> through. He's stealing the silverware, putting it in a pillow sack. He he gets to I guess what was the grandpa's office at some point, and he hears uh, some of the servants coming and so he hides behind a chair and the the servants are stealing stuff too so (laughs) the grandpa is long past and they're still having to live in this attic and i'm pretty sure oh the mom gets married secretly doesn't tell the kids she comes back she's like oh sorry it's been a few weeks i was on my honeymoon in europe i brought you all this stuff from italy and it's called a gondola (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kathy's pissed um, but that was another secret too the secrets are really abound I mean uh, this might be a perfect and then she was secretly secrets. poisoning them oh my god yes <laughs> so so many secrets so when he's you know he's collecting the candlesticks he's walking around he stumbles upon his grandmother's bedroom and she's like she's Gollum oh. it turns out <laughs> <laughs> she's she's brushing a wig out fixing a wig and her she has two strands of hair (laughs) but no we will get to it i guess but that was never addressed like is she is is there a secret there you know like is something wrong here or is she just an older i don't think she's just an older lady because that that amount of hair loss and and why was she holding on to it those two strands if you're gonna wear a wig i mean exactly i mean it it literally was like a golem amount of hair maybe that's like her baby hairs that she like (laughs) she she blends in so like (laughs) no it's not a wig excuse me peep these little baby hairs um but i feel like there was a secret there i mean it was a secret to chris when he sees her and he's like (laughs) (laughs) he sends him to a coughing fit and then he gets caught but it's got to be a near perfect score on secrets like secrets abound in this movie how could there be more secrets i mean it's just secret on secret on secret on secret so is this a hundred maybe if they maybe oh Maybe it's a 90X. Maybe if they were reading the book The Secret, too, that would be a <laughs> I mean, I can always have more secrets, and I can have things wrap up more. Kind of the same thing with the tragic backstory. So, yeah, let me give this uh, a 99. Yeah, I'm also going to give it a 99. Give it an average of 99. <laughs> Haley, how would you rate the confrontations in this movie? From oh, zero my to goodness pretty good i mean i think i would there's a lot of fun physicality here i i also tallied up the slaps i had three slaps counted um and most of them were in a row actually it was Mm. one person and let me tell you the choreography for these slaps so but i would say that these slaps were kind of on the same caliber Um, i mean these are winding up slaps like imagine you're like yeah you're going all Way back like as well as a i don't know what this yoga mo- move is but like imagine your hand is as far back behind your back as you can go wound up but then a follow-through yeah it's a lot and so like the little girl slaps the mom the mom slaps the little girl who else there's an old lady kathy, slap kathy slaps 
uh corinne yeah yeah she slaps heather graham heather graham slaps her right back yes um there was also a lot of uh lashes like a lot of whippings in this oh yeah so much so that was an it was sort of confusing because i'm like how hard would she have hit them with that belt i mean that wouldn't have left marks like that i mean i don't know you would need like a like a like a a switch or something you know like a like a stick or a cane or something to make marks like that i think the grandmother also has a definite obsession with taking shirts off would you say oh yeah she's like take off your shirt show them and then later on whenever she's about to whip chris um she's like take off your shirt take off your shirt (laughs) like really really I mean, she's chomping at, I think I wrote that in my notes. Um, grandmother chomping at the bit to whip Chris. Like, she was ready for it. She's, um, yeah, she's, she's into it. She's, like, into punishment. She likes it. Totally. But I don't think, is that really it? There are some, re- three really good slaps, and then a couple of whippings. Well, they sort of confront the when the grand when they're like leaving at the very end. They oh, confront yeah. Confront the grandmother and lock her oh. in the stairs, <laughs> <laughs> which is so good because, like, she's standing by a window. She gets very afraid because he turns the light off and then leaves her in that little staircase. But she's standing right by a window. There's natural light coming in, and I she's don't- six steps away from the door. I can't, you know, I don't have any claustrophobia. I can't comment on, I guess, how somebody can react to something. But, I mean, eventually she got out of there, I'm assuming. Nope, she's still in tune <laughs> there. <laughs> You'll see in the in the sequels, she does get out. She does get out of the closet. We don't know how, but. Um, if I were those kids, I don't know if I, like, have a bigger bloodlust or whatever. I would have killed that lady. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think the grandmother was that evil. I would have just pushed her down the stairs then, like, kicked her and mm. left her. And seemed, like, you know, if she dies, she dies. Interesting, interesting. Um, no one knows we're up here, so she just fell down the stairs for all we know. And if you fall downstairs in movies, you're dead. That's true. I mean, even if it was just four stairs. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> one stair, one step. <laughs> she was very close to that light switch. But it was a very good confrontation. He spends a lot of time um, planning this um, escape. He gets a mold of the key, and he's whittling a little key up in the attic. And then eventually, so he gets caught there, and there's a confrontation whenever the grandma runs in. It's like, you escaped. Give me your key. So that was a good one, which leads to her getting shut in the attic. Yeah, I I mean, there's, like, little, like, micro-confrontations every time the mom of Tether Graham comes back in. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where the hell have you been? Like, where, where <laughs> you know, like, and she's like, Europe. And then, you know, oh, we're having yeah. a wonderful party. Even the first, the very first time she comes back, and they've maybe been in the attic for a week, the mom is like, oh, my goodness, I've been sailing. I've been having the best time. And Kieran Shipka's like, hello, what the fuck? And then the boy's like, you look beautiful with a tan, mom. I know. I mean, there's also some ancestral energy there, for oh, sure, for definitely. sure. Yeah, it's like, oh, he loves the mom so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And doesn't turn on her until, you know, it's very it far. It years. 
Yeah, and one brother down. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Confrontation from zero to 100. Um, I'm going to give it like a 63 because there are, but there's no like, um, you know, no one wrestles over a gun and then gets shot really? or, um, you know, is confronting like a cheating spouse or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would say let's give it a 56. Give it an average of 59.5. Okay. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this next category. Choices, Lewis. Choices were made. Many choices. All the way beginning with Heather Graham, probably as a teenager, deciding to fuck her uncle. Like, Yeah. From, she said, my, I gotta get out of this molest relationship with my dad, so I need to go bang my uncle. And, and then, you know what? That seemed, that was maybe the right choice <laughs> at the time. She chose to buy a pie from the bakery and then lie about it. That was interesting. That was wild. What was the point of that? To show that she was like a bad person? I don't know what that was. That she is like a struggling housewife, I think. Mm. I don't know. It certainly was a struggle. They chose... Yeah, she was more about like the image Mm -hmm. than the... Oh, that's right. And they never really touched on that again either because they had like a perfect image of the of the whole family um i mean i guess they kind of touched on it a little bit later but i mean i think they're dollingangers yeah they're perfect hello it's like keeping you know that famous race keeping up with the dollingangers (laughs) (laughs) it was it was a definite choice to charge that much merchandise onto credit cards especially the 1960s when credit credit card debt probably wasn't is it it wasn't what it is now i guess I don't understand. They're like, we borrowed against our future. They mean because he was a big wig at that company and, you know, he's going to be making, he's the vice president now. So we, we got to, okay. So they, they had to bring us a, a suitcase of, of their tchotchkes, of their most valuable things, most valuable things to them when they were 12 years old, you know, think, think back to that. Maybe, maybe you brought like some twine and like one of those Chinese finger traps, you know, maybe later on in life when you're 16, you would have wished you brought something else. They probably packed like some starch and like a bar of soap, a corn husk doll. I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know what you would pack in those days, but that's, that's the vibe I got is that like there, there was not like anything that fun in that bag. Totally. And I'm pretty sure it was one suitcase for all of the children. Oh, it was. Yes. It was a small, tiny child suitcase for all four children. <laughs> so maybe you get one pair of underwear each. Mm-hmm. You know, you're hand washing that daily. We're just ranking like the strong choices made. Um, All choices were, you mean like the opportunity for strong choices? It doesn't matter like what they well, I think decided. that strong choices can be anything from like what happened in the movie to Heather Graham's eye saying "shut the fuck up," <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's a strong choice. Yeah, I mean, lots of them. I mean, and I can't fault Heather Graham for the choice of getting married and then like vomitosing on on your children. You know, you got a hot lawyer, hus hubs husband now you've made it the choice to skedaddle. I mean, like, it's a strong choice, and I would even argue that it's a good choice. Well, 
I mean, maybe she didn't even want these kids. I mean, she really just hopped on that uncle train to get away from mm-hmm. dad. Mm-hmm. And so she's just, you know, I mean, she probably expected to have these kids, whether she wanted them or not. Yeah. And then, you know, you're out of sight, out of mind. They're locked in the closet or in the attic. I mean, this is, and then you're in Europe for four months or whatever. So with that, I would rate the choices here pretty strongly. There were a lot of big decisions made. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to let you come back. And I'm not going to tell your father that you have children, but I am going to lock them in the attic and I do want to hit them. Mm -hmm. And I will let you poison them, but I'm kind of going to warn them that you're poisoning them, but Mm -hmm. not be so direct. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to let you open mouth kiss my husband, your father at a party. Mm -hmm. Um, So many choices. So I would say I would give it probably like a 75. And the reason I'm there is I would have enjoyed like, I mean, it's still kind of going back to just a little bit more context. If I- I'm going to say that this is uh, like a mm, uh, 77. It's like pretty, it's, you know, it's, it's there. But if we would have had a bigger dramatic choice, like made in the moment that we saw. What was your score on that one? It was 77. So an average of 76. Okay. This next category is the one I'm probably most excited for. Um, and it is hair and makeup. Yes. I'm not sure if I'll be this excited for every movie, but boy, am I excited to talk about this for Flowers in the Attic because whoever did the hair and makeup in this movie, they they did, first of all, Keanu Chipka dirty. They and often do these people dirty. Yeah. Most of which stemmed from, so she has long, beautiful hair. Her The grandmother walks in on... Uh, Chris and Kathy in the bathroom. They're, they haven't even done anything yet. She's, her mom got her a new bra. She's looking at herself in the bra, f- really feeling good about it. And then her brother walks in with his like crazy teen eyes and is like, oh, Kathy. And then the grandmother walks in and is like, you devil children. <laughs> Just... yeah, you, you spawn of Satan <laughs> and sin, you evil little whores, you horny little sluts. And she's like, oh, well, let's see how you like her. You know, she's got this golden hair. Let's cut this golden hair off. And I'm going to make you do it or you or your siblings. None of you are going to eat for a week. And Kathy's like, I don't want to cut my hair. So they don't eat for a while. They're rationing crackers. And one day the, the grandmother walks in with a bucket full of food. Everything is looking like it's going to be fine. Boom. Kieran and Ship cut. Kathy wakes up. She's got tar in her hair. We don't know how it's got there. We don't know, you know, why none of these four children woke up to the grandmother putting tar. Have you ever smelled tar from when they're retarring a road? I mean, it's the most powerful smell. <laughs> I mean, and I don't even know what woke her what woke her up at that point, you know? Like she didn't wake up through any of that and then she like decides in the middle of the night, you know, something at else. At that point are they being poisoned? So are they out of it? I mean, maybe. I don't, I actually think the poisoning comes a little bit later because it's with the donuts. Mm -hmm. But so she wakes up, they're not able to get this tar out and Kathy cuts her own hair. Now, this scene in particular might be one of my favorite scenes in this entire movie. It is 
so good because they show Kathy cutting her own hair and then they cut to her face and she is full Eileen Warnos with like <laughs> with a spiky I don't even know what's what happens now you're talking about the famous killer who was immortalized by Shirley Theron yes 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 she almost has like a mullet going on it's very short and then so they have it there and then they cut to her later on down the road with it a little bit longer that we don't get any anything else of that phase of her hair where it's like short and spiky short and spiky we get nothing else just that one little cut to her face being like (laughs) and then we come back and her hair is a little bit longer but the the lace on this wig is visible the entire the entirety of the movie going forward um yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of wigs going on. I mean, because we have, like, the, the, I mean, Heather Graham and Grandma are both wearing these, like, wigs of the time, I guess. And, I didn't think Heather Graham's was as bad. And as far as I'm concerned, the grandmother is, her wig was unclockable. That was, like, one of the true, uh... That was a, that, oh, okay, that was a... Or you category, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you thought you thought her wig was was kind of. I mean, the scene where they show her looking like Gollum. No, but that that was great. That was great effects makeup because like (laughs) there's just like two strands of hair, and she's like got a bald cap on, and then there's like two strands of hair. That was good. I thought that was good. So for you, that seeing that lace and the makeup is that. Um, how much is that dinging that for you as of subtracting that from a hundred? I mean, I think I would still rank it middle of the road. Um, so I would probably give it like, like a 52. Like, I don't think it was, I mean, the wig, the wigs were fine. I mean, they had a lot of close-ups in this movie. And so maybe that, you know. Almost, but, I mean, it's like, I feel like it's almost exclusively close-ups. Yes, like. Exactly. But that, that Eileen Warnos moment alone I mean, I loved the Gollum pair. I thought to me, yeah. so for me, that's like a almost a plus a 67 just for that because that was amazing. And I, I really didn't notice that like the wigs were bad, but like I guess if the wigs were bad, you could like make say like, well, the wigs of that time would have been bad. <laughs> you know, that's true. I'll also say that you know going forward in this category, I am going to be very critical of wig of wigs. It's just who I am as a person. Um, so I, if I haven't given a score yet, have I given a score? I feel like you said 52. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Average of 59.5. Another fun category, Lewis. Mm-hmm. Looks. Looks. Now, there were, there were some looks because, I mean, <laughs> Heather Graham, she's coming in with a different look every time. Yeah. She's really the, the look queen of the movie. There's not like a lot of, everyone else is kind of a static look. She, her gold look with like the gloves that she has going on whenever she has that party is incredible. Like even her little sailing outfit is cute. Um, I would say there, she's like the shining example of this movie. They really, you could tell really focused on Heather Graham in this movie. There were some lazy costumer moments, um, shots fired. Like I... (laughs) There were a couple times where it was like, let's give her a um, a polka dot bandana 
from like Claire's and yeah. then another polka dot top with like red shorts um and that's like her sailing outfit but you could definitely tell it was like very modern um same thing I think Kathy's outfits kind of drove me crazy because they relied on sweaters a lot in this movie but it was definitely like Ross dress for less sweaters with like a pair of jeans like that's the majority of Kathy's outfits and then um let's give her like a little uh little headband you know she's a little girl so she needs a little headband yeah exactly and for it to be like of the time like she's Mm -hmm. you know um Chris's I think are fine it's like lots of just like button up white shirts right I mean yeah and literally Levi jeans he's actually wearing Levi jeans um (laughs) I mean the grandmothers I actually really didn't notice she has like a brooch on um she just looks like I mean but if you showed me a picture of her and said what time period is this character from I would have literally guessed anywhere between 1800 and 1960 it's true it's just like let's give her just like frumpy grandma clothes yeah just like like um stern old woman but Mm -hmm. from what part of the world or time unclear but it's very it's communicated that we understand she's stern old woman i mean now that i think about it my it was like they had a little bit of trouble establishing that like whenever i think back to that gold dress that heather graham wore like sometimes i'm like okay is this 1920 1930 or are we in the 1960s because when i think of like 50s and 60s like um evening gown stuff i don't know yeah i was unclear unclear too about it It definitely looked like when she's like sailing like she's in the 20s or something i mean it was like it yeah sometimes she's like kind of like betty boop in it and (laughs) (laughs) it was all over the place yeah exactly um well i guess you have to imagine it's like virginia high society's like looks are probably 20 years like out of date in terms of like what you're wearing to the ball like i mean you're not gonna Mm. wear like your twenty dollar amazon club dress it's true no no body cons (laughs) um so with that i did enjoy them i just thought that kathy's in particular were so lazy because they were like, well, we really don't know what to give her. Let's just another sweater, another pair of jeans, and then another hair thing. Um, okay, so I'm going to give the looks probably like a 67 or so, which feels kind of actually strong. I'm going to give it a, so I was going to give 33, so I'll give it a 65 instead. And so okay. that make, that seems more right if I'm thinking about other made for tv movies like we're not going to have unless it's about fashion or something or there's some sort of reason or i don't think we're going to get some i mean there were a ton of i mean how many did you say 16 or something what different looks at least yeah that was just the number of times i counted her eyes um okay so that was average of 66 now how would you rate the acting on a scale of zero to 100 i mean goodness um I would say the strongest actress in this entire movie is the grandmother. Oh, Ellen Bernstein, yeah. Yeah, she did a very good job. Um, Heather Graham was awful. Horrible. She does this thing where she pauses a lot. I don't know if you notice this, but she'll be like, your father has died. And <laughs> like we... she's giving the RuPaul <laughs> pun at the end. Yes, episode. yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. She's like, 
oh, we actually, we don't have anything because this is all charged on a credit card. It's like almost like she's like lying and she's like thinking of the lie, like, and that's like the acting she's doing. Like, yeah, I'm a liar and I'm dumb. So I'm thinking of the lie slowly. But then also like eyes, lots of well, eyes. We we charged against our, and then she looks out the window and the rapper Future walks by. <laughs> our, our future. <laughs> Incredible. Um, Kiernan has, this was a regression from Mad Men because she was great in Mad Men. And then she's good in Sabrina. But in this, it was kind of a dumpster fire. I mean, yeah. I mean, Ellen Bernstein, I mean, she won an Academy Award. So, I mean, this is, yeah. she's a, just like I'm gonna give a 33 for her so she's like because I'm gonna rate it like based on the three lead women mm. okay so I'm gonna give it th- she's perfect I don't think she could have done any more or any less or yeah that was spot on Heather Graham I mean I wanted more from her so I'm only gonna give her like 10 points so that's a 43 and I'll give uh <sighs> a little girl like five points so like what is that 48 i mean that sounds pretty spot on i was thinking in the 40s as well but i'm gonna do a 44 44 okay average of 46 okay lewis how would you rate the motive the plot twist and the resolution okay so the the motive for locking them for going back is that like the gravy train is ended because uncle dad husband has died and so that makes sense and it even makes a little sense to lock them in the attic in a way Mm -hmm. like if we if we're going in and we're saying listen we think this dude's gonna die soon and i can trick him and get all the money i mean i feel like that's not a bad plan like but we have to have some sort of like expectations like in terms of six months if he ain't dead in six months or something then we're gonna have to rethink um or can't we just sell one of those jewels and get these kids like an apartment somewhere else? I mean, they're already raising the other kids, so who cares? I don't know. So that was what I mean, what's the plot twist? That the mom's not coming back or that their their dad is their uncle? I guess their dad is their uncle. I mean, there are just twists and turns all throughout this. Yeah. But I guess the, the mom plot twist, poisoned them. Yeah. I so I guess the mom trying to forget about them and get rid of them is the, the plot twist that she doesn't actually want to take all the money and start a new life with them at all now yeah that's that's and the resolution they just lock grandma in the stairway <laughs> and then they just run out go take the rope down mm-hmm. um and the rope dramatically breaks <laughs> <laughs> they like try to repel down the side of this i mean at this point they could have walked out the front door yeah, I know. Who's going to stop them? <laughs> but then um, I guess the resolution is they're on a train to Florida. Um, Where all dreams come true. I guess she's like, we're going to Sarasota, Florida. And you're like, what? Okay. Um, sounds yeah, why great. are they going there? Do we know? No reason. They're just like, sounds great. Sounds like a great place to be. And But they set us up well for the sequels um but there really isn't a resolution they save up money to i guess just live a meager lifestyle on the beach homeless as children resolution is is lacking in this movie for sure no because yeah because there there's planned futures so but i think motive and plot twist 
They're strong. Pretty strong. I mean, I feel like we all kind of saw it coming with the mom not... I mean, but they give it to you incrementally, so it's not meant to be like a... Yeah, they almost want you to be like sympathetic to her in a way that it's like not... It's not like she just goes there and it's like, peace out. Like, it's more like, oh, she's like having to live this lie and it's sort of slowly corrupting her, so... Um, I would... I mean, I think it's kind of middle of the road. I think me. so too. I don't think that there, because it's not shock. There's no shocking twist, or you know, no. Like the grandma didn't rip off her mask and reveal that she was actually their dead dad or something. You know, like that would have been. That's a hundred. One hundred percent. I would say. The resolution is so weak that for me that like that's taking. I I couldn't give it over a seventy just for that. Oh, I'm in the 50s, so I think I'm going to give it, like, a 57. Yeah, okay. I, I'm going to give it a, a, a 65. Give me an average of 61. Now, our last official category is goops and gags. Now, when were you gooped and when were you gagged for this movie? <laughs> um, I mean, the coming in on the, on the grandmother with the golem moment. That was one of that was the that was moment. the top that was yeah. the goop of the movie and it has nothing to do with the movie really and never they never address it, it. i was she has goop. such few hairs is she like sick and then if she is so <laughs> sick how is she still able to overpower her young people like physically they are not even if they are poisoned exactly like that was a that was the biggest goop of the entire i mean it's almost like in the witches when they reveal like their witch form and they take off their i mean it's just monstrous like it's really good i okay i have one other uh goop where the it's the brother and the grandmother are about to tussle and she literally does like a knuckle sandwich move she was like you're gonna do this i've got a knuckle sandwich gotcha <laughs> And that was really my other big one. I'm trying to even think of anything else. I mean, it was a good one. I mean, I think it was a gag when she opened mouth, kissed her dad. That's uh, full on at a party. I mean, that was... Gooped, gagged. <laughs> Nobody expected that. I mean, I think I was thoroughly gooped and gagged the entire movie long. Like, there were so many things that I was like, oh. Oh, she's poisoning them. Oh, she's making out with her dad. Yeah. Oh, she was married to her uncle. Oh, yeah. the uncle is the father of the kids. Oh, the yeah. kids are banging. Oh, the grandma is bald. <laughs> and she's holding on to two strands of hair for some reason. I guess you just have dramatic reveals. So when people are creeping around her house and they can see when she's brushed out her wig that she's like real scary looking. I would have liked it if she came in at the end of the end of conversation and they ripped off her wig and she was like, <gasps> facing them with just like the two strands. Of <laughs> see, so this is why I can't give this like a perfect 100 because there were more possibilities. <laughs> I, I will say I think things go a little bit more off the rails further along. For installments. Correct. Um, I mean, I was thoroughly gooped and gagged, though, the entire time. It's high. I would say it's at least like an 85. I was going to say 80, so yeah. Average of 82.5. Now, currently we only have one bonus category, <laughs> and that and this bonus category cannot hurt the score. It can only help it. And so... Uh, it is slaps, and so we're gonna rate slaps from a scale of zero to ten. Um, and 
So what, what did you think about slaps? Because we've already mentioned them. So mm-hmm. it's, it's on our mind. Personally, I, I could have done with more. Mm-hmm. I could have oh, done more. Yeah. Many yeah. more. Three slaps is not enough. Yeah. So I would, but they were good slaps though. Um, memorable, I would, yeah. Memorable for sure. We spent a good five minutes at least talking about them. So I would give them uh, maybe a five. I was going to say six. So Okay. You're giving an extra point, 5.5 points. Okay. Now, so that gives this movie our first movie we've ever scored out of possible 100 points, a 75.88462. That's strong. That's very strong. Based on my experience with spreadsheets and movies, that's a very strong score. Um, now, Haley, who was your crush of the week? I mean, maybe the lawyer. That's my choice, actually, as I said, evil lawyer. I evil lawyer? Evil lawyer. I mean, he's a hunk, and he's scheming. He's... Mm-hmm. I mean, he was kind of the winner of this whole ordeal, at least for now. Yeah, I, okay, I agree. I think it is the lawyer. I think the, the lawyer was, he was pretty cutie. Yeah, evil lawyer. Now, Haley, this is my favorite part. I'm going to assign a role to you in this movie that, you, that I would like you to play in the remake and that I'm going to play in the remake. Um, now, I would like to play Maid that tells heather graham we're so glad you're back home (laughs) and you know everything's been so great and then get a dirty look from the grandma and then be fired in the next scene like but uh, you know not told on camera i just want that one moment to shine of saying and then i'm going to uh assign to you twist you're the evil lawyer it's a modern remake yeah and there is a lesbian subplot and you are an evil high-powered lawyer working in Virginia and you're plotting, you're scheming. I love it. You're a babe. You're doing it all. (laughs) So for me in this movie, gosh, I think I would want to play, um, you know what? I want to play the little girl, the littlest girl. I don't want to be here. Yes, exactly. I mean, this is what she would look like. <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna get we're, the budgets two hundred million dollars. We're using that de aging technology. Incredible. That's all. Yeah. Um, for you, goodness. I originally was thinking, um, the butler who kills the deer and then lets them go. <laughs> <laughs> was that the same guy? I feel that, like it was also like stop stealing the silverware. That guy. But I think it's also the same guy as when they were at the party and the grandmother is yelling at him um, about the, the wrong the wrong brandy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's all the same guy. It's all the same guy. I mean, you're a you're a multi talented person. You're always busy, busy as a bee. <laughs> I mean, I think it would have worked well for you and then you also save the day at the end so. yeah i'm okay so yeah i'm killing deer i'm freeing the children i'm but i'm <laughs> fucking up a little i'm not getting the right kind of brandy you also have to fire uh the, the maid. maid who dared said welcome <laughs> back to you, the daughter exactly and then i'm very secure with my job though because i'm like all you maids are gonna get fired if you don't start watching the silver better incredible incredible if you want to email us, you can email us at spreadsheettv at gmail.com. That's spreadsheettv at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.
kembali.